mum was friends with George and Harry, so I knew them quite well. They sort of had given me a bit of advice after working for them and were the ones who suggested me moving to Sydney and doing the course at East Sydney. Hello and welcome to Essay Life, the podcast. My name is Penny Yap. I'm the editor of Essay Life magazine. And joining me today is South Australian-born fashion icon, Tim O'Connor. Tim and I will be talking life, fashion, and the new collection he'll be bringing back to Adelaide later this month. Tim, hello. Hi, Penny. Now, you've obviously been based in Sydney for many years, but you spent your childhood here in SA. What can you tell me of those times? Uh, yes, well, I um, have lots of fantastic memories from growing up in Adelaide. I come from a really large family, so it was always a really busy time. Um, I especially remember fantastic school holidays in um, Kangaroo Island and Victor Harbour. Now, you have four siblings, is that right? Yeah, I've got two brothers and two sisters. Gosh, that's quite the tribe. Yeah, exactly. So I still um, head back every year for Christmas for um, family events. Mm -hmm. Although I do get down to Victor Harbour because most of my siblings have houses there. Now, I understand your family also had a farm north of Adelaide. Is that right? Buckland Park. Yeah, we had a farm near Gawler. Mm -hmm. So we spent a lot of time there. And I was a, a very keen horse rider. So that was a large part of my childhood and all of our childhoods, actually. Oh, um, I remember having riding lessons at Mr Malecki starting from about the age of six and then having our own horses and spending a lot of time up in the country. Oh, it sounds idyllic. Yeah, it was. We were very fortunate to have the property mm. um, and to be able to have that access to animals. We mm. had dogs everywhere, <laughs> cats. And so, yeah, it was a really good time. And now, when do you remember first becoming interested in fashion? How did that come about? I was thinking about this. I can't really remember a time when I wasn't interested in fashion. Um, and especially sort of then getting into early teens, I remember being quite inspired by different pop cultures that were going on at the time. But then obviously, as I finished school, it became a bit more pronounced. I was a bit more interested in fashion then. And this was the 80s, of course. So who were some of your influences back then? Well, like everyone, I was sort of into the nightclub scene. So I remember the big bands of the time were In Excess, Madonna, Boy George, and I was quite interested in all of those. Um, and then the some of the independent designers that were around at the time, I was inspired by them. Oh, okay. Who was that? Uh, well, Morrissey and Edmondson were quite big at the time and Andoni. So there was quite a few younger labels that were doing some exciting things. Now, am I right in thinking that you used to put outfits together for your sisters? Yeah, well, I used to help. I mean, they obviously had their own ideas as well. But <laughs> um, yeah, I was always very interested in what they were wearing when they were going out, as well as mum, who was very interested in fashion. So yeah, growing up with two sisters plus mum, both interested in fashion, there was banter going on about what we were wearing and so forth. I think we should ask your sister Edwina what she remembers about those times. Now Tim's sister, Edwina Lumbers, joins us on the line. Edwina, do you remember Tim helping you to pick out clothes when you were kids? Yeah, no, Tim was always great to have around when we were getting ready to go out. He was good at putting an outfit together. I had the big blonde hair, so I'd often go out looking like Madonna. 
Um, we had lots of fun sort of dressing up and going out and he had a really good eye for fashion and sense of style and quality. So I always appreciated his input. And have you taken his fashion advice ever since? Absolutely. <laughs> always wearing his clothes. That's... They're so beautifully cut and tailored, you know, they last and mm. I go out always feeling great in them. Oh, there you go, Tim. That's some family support. <laughs> yeah, that's good to hear. Now, Edwina, Tim just mentioned that your mum um, also enjoyed her fashion sense. What do you remember of her style? She actually loved her clothes. She travelled a lot um, with Dad and she always came back with beautifully tailored coats and um, jackets and suits and in beautiful fabrics, which I think, you know, Tim's taken a lot from that, those beautiful cuts. She was very stylish. I think we were all influenced by her. And did you ever used to borrow some of her items? Always. <laughs> Loved them. I had this, I sort of fitted into them in the same size foot, so I was always going out in her outfits. Unfortunately, my sister was smaller and couldn't fit into them like I could. Ah, you were the lucky one. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, Tim, it sounds like you had lots of fashion influence at home and you ended up studying fashion, didn't you? You were accepted to the very prestigious East Sydney Technical College. Yeah, I was. So that was a really exciting time as well. Um, as I was quite surprised to get in because I'd heard how difficult it was um, and was very nervous about the interview. But it wasn't as, I mean, they saw straight away, I think, that I was definitely very keen and whatever skills I didn't think I had to do they said they would easily be able to teach me so yeah that was a fantastic time I was very excited to get into it. And after that I believe you chose to work for smaller brands rather than larger firms why was that? Yeah I did well in my final year I ended up doing work experience with one of the labels I mentioned that I really admired Morrissey and Edmonston um, and I just found it was because it was a smaller company you got a really good overall picture of the way the company worked, all aspects of the business. And I knew eventually I did want to set up my own brand. I just thought that would be the way to go to get an overall picture. Who would you say has been most influential throughout your career? I mean, look, there's been a lot of designers over the years that I've been, been inspired by, like YSL. But on a more sort of personal note, I would say probably mum. She's been the most consistent because... Apart from the fact, I, as we said, we always admired her style. She was actually involved in the business with me from the start and has always been a really good mentor and sounding board. She stopped working with the business technically in about 2004, but she's still really a good sounding board for any ideas that I might have or directions. You know, I'll always put it to her as well as my sister's. Right. This is your own uh, your own label, of course, that you began in 1995 in your mother Carmel's garage. Yes, exactly. So um, I didn't last there too long. I think I was there for under a year because it didn't have the best air conditioning or heating. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was good because obviously it kept the low, overheads low and I didn't know which way the business would go. And until I had some clients, it was quite a good way to start. But it was nice to move out when I did move into a premises after about eight months. Yes, I bet it was. But eventually, of course, you uh, ended up opening some boutiques of your own in Sydney. And you had yes. a friend called Magdalena working with you for many years there. Let's see what she remembers of those times. 
Magdalena Stamos, you worked with Tim in some of his boutiques in Sydney for quite some time. What can you remember of those times? I believe I started working for Tim 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing I always used to say about Tim's clothing and I still say it today he caters for you you could put a certain style on a 20 year old and you could put the same style on an 80 year old <laughs> but and, and it's incredible and it's true the 20 year old will carry it like sophisticated rock rock chic mm-hmm. where the older woman will carry it sophisticated chic and that's one thing I always say about Tim's clothing it's tailored, it's clean, and it's timeless. Yes, that timeless, timeless appeal. I still wear a lot of his clothes from 2002. Oh, wonderful. A lot of his clothes, they don't date. Mm. They don't date. We had a lot of great times in the store. It was a busy store on Queen Street, Wallara. It was a really busy store. It was a little gold mine, and it was a small shop, but it was a busy shop. And like I said, I, I my clientele was from the age of 20, to 80. Right. Do you remember any of the uh, celebrities or big names who used to pop into the store? We had quite a few. I'm trying to remember. We had quite a few that came in, didn't we, Tim? Yeah, we did. Sex and the City Girls, Kate Blanchett, Miranda Otto, Jackie O was a regular, um, Charlotte Dawson, um, as well as all the social set of the eastern suburbs of Sydney. A lot of the it, the, the it women and oh, the it girls. Because wow. <laughs> we were right in the mecca of Sydney as well, in Queen Street, Wellara, which is a beautiful, beautiful mm. suburb. And also, I've got to say about Tim, Tim was such a great boss. Such a great boss, such a <laughs> kind man. You were, Tim, you were. <laughs> such a kind man, fair, and passionate about, uh, passionate about what he does really passionate about what he does he, it was constant once once he finished one season he may have three to four days off mm. and then he'd be on to the next season and it's on till that season's over then maybe two three days off and then it's on wow. so he never really he never really stopped this was the time tim when you were still doing four collections a year i suppose wasn't it yeah that's well, right. So it was a very busy time, as well as then focusing on trying to open other stores mm. and wholesale. Good heavens. And then on 2006, 2007, I moved on to wholesale and I worked in head office. And also I would travel around Australia selling to the boutiques. And that was a great time as well. And it was busy. It was a busy time. I think what happened with the fashion industry, a lot changed in the Australian fashion industry when the internet uh, online, international, a, a lot of the Australian fashion industry did change along that line and you had to work how it, you can keep it successful. Yes, you have to adapt and I think, Tim, you did adapt. That's right. You? Yes, yes, he did. He did. He has adapted and his, his clothing is beautiful and I adore Tim and I still wear his clothes and so does my mother. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, so does my mother. We still, from years ago, things that I bought a years ago, she was still wear today. Well, they... I, I, they're timeless pieces and they're chic and they're sophisticated. And that's what Tim himself is as well. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> You're obviously still close that's friends. True. That's gorgeous. Oh, I adore Tim. I really <laughs> do. He's a very good man and it reflects in his clothes.
Now, Tim, of course, you have a new collection and your clientele here in Adelaide will be thrilled to hear you're going to be coming home for some trunk shows soon. Yeah, I am. So it's been a while. I took a bit of a break with the whole COVID thing and what's going on and we weren't able to travel. So I'm super excited. I'm coming down in November from the 13th to the 19th um, at Hygie Atrium, which is a really sort of... It's a beautiful spot on King William Road, isn't it? Yeah, and it's a group of young girls have started it up and it's quite an exciting event space, actually. Hmm. So I'm really looking forward to it. Now, but I think what people want to know, what can you tell me about this new collection? Can you give me a a verbal sneak peek, as it were? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I've tried to keep it quite casual because of what's going on. I don't think people are going to the amount of events like weddings and so forth that they were, although I have incorporated some dressier pieces. But it's my take on modern, relaxed, tailored pieces. So I've got some beautiful oversized blazers to be worn with cinched-in belts, drop-shoulder cashmere coats, and paper bag waist pants worn back with some beautiful safari-style blouses and exaggerated sleeve tops. So there's sort of a bit of 80s inspiration going on there. And then some beautiful leather pieces that I'm really happy with. And... Yeah, my main print, I always do one sort of statement print for the season, a python snake print, which has also come up really nicely, I think. And that's on two base cloths of silk on a silk georgette and a silk crepe de chine. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, so it's all coming together quite well. It's mainly sort of a neutral palette. Um, And then with the print, sort of giving it a bit of a highlight as well as some gold highlights as well so yeah I'm sort of excited because it's been a bit of a break it'll be good to get back and showing a new season oh that's fabulous I'm sure those trunk shows are going to sell out aren't they well yeah we hope so (laughs) (laughs) now Tim of course we're marking just over a year since uh, Harry Watt sadly left us I believe you knew both George and Harry didn't you Yeah, I did. Um, That was very sad news. But yes, I knew them from quite a young age. I think I I was around 18 when I did work there. I was just in the factory um, helping out with fabric rolls, working with Chrissy. But I have really fond memories of working there. And mum was friends with George and Harry, so I knew them not really well, but yeah, I definitely know them quite well. And um, they sort of had given me a bit of advice after working for them and were the ones who suggested me moving to Sydney and doing the course at East Sydney. Yeah, so you knew them quite early in your career. Yeah, and I always admired them. I was um, so impressed walking into their studio factory they had. I think it was on Hutt Street or Gillies Street. Mm -hmm. I remember what it was like inside and the way they worked and the way they created such a successful business from Adelaide Um, and they just had incredible style. A couple of local heroes, that's for sure. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been really fun to chat. Thank you, Penny. And we're looking forward to seeing you coming over here later this month. Yep, I'm looking forward to it too. Thank you for listening. If you want to read more about Tim O'Connor and his wonderful career, Pick up the November issue of Essay Life magazine, available in stores now, or visit essaylife.com.au.